0: I'm About ready to go into
1: vegetarian mode because I've eaten so much now. Like. I got that on tape, you know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, welcome to episode number 119. This is a happy new year, yes. One. So yeah, absolutely. Happy new happy year. year, happy new year. And this will be this is first episode, season four.
0: Okay,
1: here we go, season number four, and we're here, yeah, back at the Havana Cafe. So, I was just saying. Earlier, and that's what I mentioned to you just off tape and and on my drive in. It's not, we're still in that.
0: Yeah, I spent weird yesterday space. on the couch. Like it yeah. was not
1: a. Yeah, it's it still not a weird not a, space. I don't feel like the
0: 1st of January is my like go moment. It's well, a. Well, my go, go moments a go. Moment of, I,
1: I think I was, um, because of the whole starting stuff in. December so you my woke go, up the
0: 31st and thought it was the first
1: I did and yeah. I was you know I was not I was kind of thrown off by that but you know all that sort of stuff is in play but it's the it's the stuff around I think the question that I was posting on social media is is was asking people I know some people have gone back to work but the return back to normalcy Nor- Nor- we're not yeah. quite there yet because kids are still out of school the um, so traffic patterns aren't back, and yeah, so yes, it's not quite there people yet. People are
0: trickling back into work. Yeah, at this point, but yeah. also
1: the gym was crazy oh, today because yeah. you know the first few, the first couple of weeks, it's gonna be crazy at the gym. Yeah. Um So you I was surprised this morning when I went there; there were so many people. I was you like, were "What? Yeah, well, I was. Wow, well, I was." As in. You, you know, just a couple of days ago, I was just me in it by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then today, I was like, hey, man, where's all these My people class come at from? The
0: gym, I, I teach one yoga class at, at like a gym, and it's always super, super full in January. But the thing about that is, there's always a few people that stick. Yeah. So, you know, it's you, it's definitely like. Every, you know, for some people, it does work. Like, you know, that sort of moment of, I'm going to get this they get there together. And they, yeah, they, they and stick they with it. They stay around.
1: That's right. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm glad that the people do come. I mean, it's a good thing to mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, get and do the sort of health thing. It's just that whole sort of keep the game going. Yeah. Um, Which I always think for me, if you make it a part of your lifestyle, that makes it a little bit easier. But also, to do something that you like doing. So if you come into the gym and you actually hate it, it just won't last long because you hate it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah. So that yeah. Waiting for life to return back to the malaise, um, which will probably be Tuesday of next week or something like that. It'll be back to normal. Then yeah. we can really properly Looking be doing to, to twenty nineteen. Enough
0: of the. Um, I I really liked being off schedule. But a week of being off schedules enough for me. I like I like my routines. Yeah. I'm ready to get back into
1: it. But In some ways today, though, or the last couple of days, I was thinking it was been too short a time.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: I want more time. Oh. I want more time without schedules. Okay. So now I got to, you know, this afternoon, I got to switch into schedule mode and start, you know, I already started planning the conference presentation I got to do. Yes, you know, so I got to, yeah, yeah. I have to be, I have to be aware of time, whereas just yeah. like yesterday, I wasn't having to be aware of time. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, I can you just... You were the source of time. Clay. Well, then I was truly the source of time because time did, it, it didn't, it, yeah. it essentially it didn't exist. So it didn't need, there was no, we didn't have to be anywhere. You didn't want to, there's no demand, you know? Yeah. Whereas yeah. tomorrow time isn't necessarily I have places to be things to do people to see (laughs) and I'm not ready to see people or see things and that sort of thing but yeah anyway so that's enough for that Um, okay but yes what are your well so
0: you have um, you sent out a a good newsletter yesterday and if you guys want more of clay then his newsletter every week is awesome i love week, getting it. daily man daily, I mean,
1: yeah, daily. i'm going for the daily, daily. You're thing.
0: and it's good it's good you've got some good links in there i really liked it
1: yeah i, I reckon um yeah the daily is is the
0: how do people find a sign up
1: and I can find it on Twitter. So I've got it as a pinned post on SoulCruiser okay. on my Twitter. Soul
0: Cruiser. Yeah, and yeah. it's also
1: okay. on the com. Okay. Site, yeah. So
0: anyway, you were saying that um, your big thing at the moment is curiosity.
1: Yes, curiosity. And okay. a couple of things go into my mind yes. on that one. I have to say curiosity killed a cat. Um, is the familiar saying, but for me, that the thing that helps me is the fact that satisfaction brought him back.
0: <laughs> satisfaction
1: from the following of the curiosity. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. But what got me thinking about um, curiosity proper w- was I was reading an essay on Sappho, which w- who was um, a female Greek poet, okay. ancient Greek poet. One of the, you know, some of her stuff still. There's enough stuff that still remains intact, which is cool because it you know, wasn't normal for females to in that in ancient Greece to be in that kind of role of a poet or a philosopher and that sort of thing. Because for whatever reason, the ancient Greeks thought that women were not fully formed, so they could never compete with men. So how do to, how do to how how do you how do you create Western civilization and the philosophy that came out of that? But believe biologically that women were just not fully formed and therefore not capable of producing anything. How does, how do those two things? He got me. He go away or add themselves up. Do you, you
0: don't watch um The Last Kingdom, do you? No, no, not yet. Yeah,
1: there's not a great, yeah. there's a don't great. Don't give moment. me no spoilers, so. No, no,
0: there's a great moment there because there's a really um great female character called Brita and um at one point she's sort of in charge of a group of men, but she says, that she has to sort of ally herself with some man, yeah. and, and the the main character Utrid sort of questioning her about that, and he, she says, "These men won't follow a woman for long; they're too stupid."
1: Yeah, but well, it was just <laughs>
0: sorry, f- right. sorry. I just had to throw that in there. Fascinating for
1: that. <laughs> that just how yeah how all that sort of stuff how you can be seemingly. Enlightened or brilliant on one end, but then
0: well, so what it, is you know, this stuff have
1: to say? Oh, so Sappho.
0: Sappho. Sa- yeah.
1: So, but basically, she, on this particular essay, was about the th- about the art of paying attention, and she, you know, being a poet, and also she was paying attention, and and it was one of the first times where, and why, uh, why she had the impact that she had at the time, was that it was one of the first times that men were getting to see things like. Through a woman's eyes, love those sorts of things, um, because they were only they were only expressing things from a male point of view. But to see it from a female point of view, kind of made people up. But her big thing was about paying attention, paying attention to um, all the all the objects and things that are around you. So that's what got me onto the subject. But breaking out of that, then I thought curiosity. Now, yeah, I've always been a big fan of curiosity in a sense, but I. Th- think for me and this, this guy had a big massive brush of inspiration to relook at which I hadn't done which I'm surprised I hadn't done anyway the core values again mm-hmm. and at first I had on my sheet here curiosity as a habit as in getting the habit of being curious about things but as I was looking more and more into curiosity I think curiosity for me is moving into the space of being a core value because it ticks off a number of different things for me and in fact encapsulates um, some of the other values that I hold, but this curiosity can cover them off for me in that sense. Um, when you think about um, the idea of 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 paying attention to things, about learning new things, about seeking out um, seeking out meaning of, of things, so I was like, oh, actually, that covers the whole knowledge thing off for of me. It covers the creativity. Um, thing off for me as well, so I was like, "Oh, you know, I think it might move into that that status." So I had a really quick look at the core values again, and I've added it to my list. Okay, yeah, it's on my list. It's on my list. In fact, It's um, official. It's official now. And I was—I know we're we're going to talk more about curiosity, but I'll share um, the sort of core values for me. I think looking at that, putting. Um, Curiosity, courage, compassion, authenticity, um, as core values sort of for me. And does,
0: um, curiosity encapsulate adventure for you as well?
1: Yeah, in the sense yeah. that you're looking at the so unknown or what is that thing. He's yeah. curious about the world, Curious, curious about the things that kind of are around you. And here's something that I thought was interesting about this art of paying attention. And I know, and we may have talked about this in the past at some point or another, but this idea that objects, things in the world, come preloaded with, with meaning and significance Oh right, yeah. So you know, so you get as a kid you get taught what a cup is or what this is or what, what you what these different values you get someone tells you what these things mean. So it comes preloaded with meaning. But part of the idea of curiosity is to look at what's been assigned as as the the preloaded meaning and significance, but look beyond that and find and make meaning for yourself, the significance for yourself out of um, any particular object, but it forces you to look closer at things. And I've, there's a couple and I, sh- I hadn't pulled these off the shelf, but now as I'm thinking about them, um, you know, there's this idea that art is seeing. So it's, a, it's, it's like yeah. actually to see something, experience it for yourself, minus the preloaded yeah, meaning that has been given. Yeah,
0: interesting. When I was um, in the sort of academic world, There's a whole, there's a, I I won't be able to pull the name out of my head at this point, but there's a whole load of people who sort of study the history of things, you know, and so, and, and I can't remember what the particular book is called. There was quite a influential book that was about, you know, things that come to us have a whole history behind them of other meanings that we are not necessarily aware
1: of and they change meanings i remember watching a program they were saying how a word or a thing how it changes meaning over time which is also quite fascinating how that sort of happens and you mentioned about adventure and i just saw my note here that um you got questioning is very similar to questing and yeah and questing is about um you you quest to make sense of things, so it becomes a a purpose. It gives right. you, yes, yes, yes. You know, it's a sort of a pur- oh, like purpose? That. Yeah, same me. I was oh, like, oh man. yeah, hmm. yeah. So that's just why we're saying that like curiosity yeah, is a is a nice value for me because actually. Yeah, and a lot. I can pack a lot of the other things that I kind of stripped out into. And the whole thing
0: newsletter about learn something new every day it yeah. kind of allows you to bring that back in.
1: It kind of aligns itself up quite nicely and I didn't yeah. even think about it consciously. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of just happened. That's cool, um, yeah. So yeah, so it is about asking questions and being interested in things and, and that whole idea of, you know, sort of never stop, stop learning. And they were saying these days because of the amount of information that is available to us you know you, you got google and you you know we've got both you know here we've got this collective hive yeah knowledge intelligence is in your phone there and um, that one of the skills and i think we touched on this when we we're talking about net smarts
0: yeah
1: is the ability to unlearn because of how things change so fast so you got to be able to learn it but then it's going to move gotta on and you got to be able to unlearn it which is interesting in the sense that and i don't know how i got in this conversation with someone but we were talking about generation x's generation y millennials that kind of thing um and i was and how generation x we kind of uh, forgot people have forgotten about us. <laughs> yeah. Everything's about the millennials now, right? So, but, and we just, and you're still kind of still talking about the, the baby boomers, baby boomers yeah. but we've just kind of fallen off the, you know, out, yeah, out of the picture. Although we'll be the next baby, you know, we're going to be replacing the baby boomers here soon, as in yeah. with that age demographic. Um, but, because think of the, think of when you learned the things that drive you i mean we've learned we came into a world that didn't have internet we came into a world that didn't have a lot of the things that that we have around us so our imprinting is is kind of there and it's kind of built into that space
0: what just hearing you think about the different generations and stuff curiosity is some one of these things that we sort of lose enthusiasm for as we get older at least as a sort of human species isn't it like, oh, I want to try to
1: beat it out of you. that's what it's saying curiosity right. killed the cat because, it, because the negative side of curiosity is that you know you're nosy or people's business I don't, I don't of think of it's
0: from an outside perspective only I think that also curiosity requires energy and it requires an openness that um, people can perceive as quite exhausting and it's easier to just do what you always have done and know what you know and, and we get quite attached to the things that we think we know so early on you know like i just think watching you know my kids learn stuff and you know just one example is like you know all these changes with with people being able to be gay and be married and all the lgbtq things i've just messed that up but anyway um and it's just they they sort of just accept it you know they, they sort of know that people can have two moms and that's kind of like, it's fine. Whereas I feel like they're in that space where curiosity and learning new things and, you know, taking a preconceived idea that, uh, you know, a family looks like this and changing that and being like, oh, a family can also look like this. is sort of like, they're still malleable and they're still willing to like unlearn what they've learned and like take on new information. Whereas we get to a certain point in our lives and it seems like maybe not on an individual level because you can't, you know, but on a sort of societal level and a human level overall, we tend to stop doing that so much. We sort of get ingrained in the way that we are thinking about things and what we know is what we know. And, you know, you think about, you know, the baby boomers dealing with technology and there's some people who are sort of have embraced it, but a lot of people just, they've gotten to a certain level where they they know what they know, but they're not going to go further than that. And,
1: because well, it's a lot just, of things that know. are bundled in that, though, isn't it? So some of it's you know we were talking about beliefs the other other week. So some of the habits of belief we've talked about in the past. So you know your belief systems can become habits so that I, I don't think about them. Because if you so if you think about your thinking, that can be exhausting, and we don't have time to think about our thinking all the time. So hence it becomes a we make a generalization, but, don't that's we?
0: That's right. But then, but then what happens when we're met? face to face with new information because in that moment we have an option to be curious that we're meeting with new information that doesn't match up with our preconceived notions but most of the time we sort of shut that curiosity down don't we so
1: i kind of look at it like this so as i'm thinking of curiosity so when's the last time you looked at a tree like really looked at it and not just call I mean, it in. Quite,
0: for me quite recently yeah but, but look
1: looked at it, like the bark and felt yeah. it and look at the you see all the different nuances in it but most people and most of the time when you go through your day you walk and you you already know what a tree is so I'm not curious about a tree anymore because I know it. I I look object tree gone whereas a kid when they see, I've never seen that before. So they, you know, if you watch moms when they go down the street, I've got to keep hurtle, you, know, you know, yeah, hurting yeah. the kid because they see something they've never seen before and they're curious about it. But then there comes a point, even for kids, I've seen that before, so they're yeah. not necessarily curious about it. And I think, and education-wise we, because, and I think you've talked about this in the past so with your son, is that because I have to go to school and I have to go through a program that if I'm, I can't, we have to bring them, you know, they're forced to force their attention. They can't wander because I don't have time for you to wander. So it's not, I don't know if it's an age thing, but we can start to condition it out of kids in terms of, you know, that's great on your own time maybe, but here you've got to focus. And it it becomes that kind of thing. It becomes a...
0: And I think that maybe... If we recognize this in ourselves, this tendency to not question things or to, you know, not let ourselves intellectually wander. Because, like, you know, wandering the Internet, say, quite often just involves wandering down your feet in Facebook or wandering down your feet in Instagram. And you sort of turn on your phone and get sucked down these kind of rabbit holes. But it's not genuine sort of wandering about what do I want to know? Well, what about that? That's why you got to and, go and, to Wikipedia. That well, that's certainly like yeah. what you do online, yeah. but that's not what most of us do online. Mm. And, I, you know, you sort of go with a single track. And I, I suppose that it's not, I don't know. I just think, you know, you can, you can consciously just switch your attitude about it. In terms of, even in terms of, like, your mindset about learning and education and thinking about these things as a lifelong pursuit and thinking about, you know, because, you know, like we've said in previous podcasts about schooling and stuff, that when you have a, when you have, when you've been programmed for so long Mm. to think about learning as something that you do when you're young at school, that's something that takes place in school or on training days, and you think about learning as something that you do in order to Be employed or to do something, learn a new skill or some knowledge. Exactly. Whereas, you know, I think the thing that is different about your approach to it than a lot of us is that, you know, learning doesn't have to be for anything, it can be for the interest and joy of it. So,
1: you're going to be going down the rabbit hole. I was watching the YouTube video about curiosity, and she mentioned the fact that when she asked a question, you know, you know, you get down that rabbit hole where you go on Wikipedia and look at something and you follow another link and before you know it, you've learned some obscure piece of knowledge that you had no, that you didn't send off to, but yeah. and which is one of the cool things about it, well, what I find from the internet is that you can, and I love this whole idea about um, hyperlink adventures. I mean, you can just follow these hyperlinks and you just, because one of the things I used to do as a kid was just live in the library. That was one of my little sanctuaries And it wasn't to do research for, I mean, I had to do that for school school but I used to just go there just because that's where I like to hang out at yeah. and I would just pick a stack no idea oh yeah was down this stack and then whatever was on the shelves and there and then you know so yeah. I could be history or philo- yeah I was just all over the place yeah. um and all the stacks so I, yeah I lived in them I knew all I was just it was just one of those things that you can get lost in and now having that as an internet it's like oh, I can yeah. go but for then, you
0: know we can we can forget how much is out there even in in terms of how learning has changed so hmm. some you know there's obviously a lot of people who are doing online learning but this is going to be something that as we continue you know into the future this kind of thing is more and more available to us so you know it's one of the amazing things like now we can learn from the comfort of our own home we don't have to go to these like adult Lifelong learning centers that are underfunded and only offer, like, you know, a couple of things Mm. that we're not that interested in, but we, you know, this is all that's available. You know, you have literally online learning. I mean, the the, the only issue about that is, of course, that you have to be self-motivated and you have to carve out the time yourself, whereas if you paid for a course and it only happens on Monday nights between 6 and 8 p.m., hmm. you've got to get yourself there, whereas these...
1: It's back to sort of the curiosity aspect, isn't it? So yeah. if there's something that you want to to learn, as you're saying, the the um, the, the means is there, it's, yeah. it's there for you to, to I, do.
0: I think this is why I feel really lucky about about my job as a writer, because it sort of requires me to be curious about stuff. So when you say that question about the tree, actually, I have looked at a tree like that quite recently, because my second book, Banyan Trees, um, are like a massive part of hmm. of the book. And when I went home to Florida, I mean, they're, they're part of my imagination, because they are such a sort yeah. of just great tree. They're one of, you know, they're like, one of the great trees And um, I don't know if you've ever seen You've seen a banyan hmm. tree right With this sort of you know they, they take these massive sort of branches And then they send down roots And those roots eventually grow into huge Trunks themselves To yeah. support these massive branches And there's just a sprawl of the tree um, So you know In order to describe something like that And describe what it is Like in, in the meeting between the human and the and the plant, then you have to really look. But um,
1: yeah, that's, yeah. There's three perspectives on curiosity, and there's the self, there's other, and there's the world. So when you think about curiosity in relationship to self, it's about understanding your potential, understanding your own mind, mm-hmm. understanding your emotions in your body, and the opportunities that, that are around you. I mean, a lot of people don't actually know their own emotions. But again, I've, I've stopped being curious about why do I react to a thing right. that yeah. way. I just know that happens and it makes me angry. But I'm no longer curious to understand why that is. Because you may find that it's no longer valid, but because it's become a habit and it's become a belief that you just do it. You don't ask questions. You don't ask why the other, do yeah, I react this way.
0: That's true. But the other thing I think that stops us from staying in that moment of curiosity with ourselves is that a lot of the things that are hints about things we could and should be curious about with ourselves are actually quite uncomfortable feelings. And it's, it's our sort of instinctual reaction to want to move away from discomfort. And so if we have a feeling of anger or a feeling of fear or a feeling of frustration, when we go through that, habitual response we think that
1: i don't even think we think though no no but we're
0: but we're trying to our, our instinct is to try and get out of it as quickly as possible and curiosity mm-hmm. and the approach to curiosity requires that we stay with that feeling you know
1: well to, yeah to examine than, where it's come yeah, exactly. from yeah so yeah.
0: so even if that's you know 10 more seconds it's still it's I think um, for some people,
1: if they made it a part of their belief, like some people say, well, you know, you know, I'm, I'm always, that's just me. That's just how I am. When you hear that kind of language, they've internalized that, like we talked about last week as a part of a belief. So it's not that it's uncomfortable or that. It's just that they believe that to be true about themselves. And therefore, it doesn't seem that there's a reason to inquire. I don't need to inquire because that's just me.
0: Yeah. And then there's also this sort of thing. I mean, this is now I'm, I've got my yoga teacher hat on, but
1: Hmm.
0: it's not always clear how we go about being curious about ourselves, you know, because our culture and society has taught us to be very externally focused. So we are taught science, you know, we're taught how to be curious about the world. And even if we're not great at science, we, you know, we know that there are methods of going about experimenting and figuring out things about the world and there's, there's sort of methodology to that. Whereas internal exploration and curiosity were not they they do require certain skills and sometimes you you might have to be taught those things or or be with people who are or also just be, doing those or things or be
1: curious <laughs> if you see what so it works the same with the science as you just described yeah. it it all begins with a question as in yeah. well what is this thing or why but as you mentioned about what your time when we talked about the time episode and also this idea that we start to you know you, you know some people say you're wasting time by asking those questions just why are you asking questions about, like kids like, why do you do this, why this, why this? They keep asking why forever. And then we try to weed them out of that so that the line of inquiry doesn't go that far. Because in some people's mind, then that's just a frivolous waste of time by exploring that when just, yeah, accept that it, it is what it is and just go. Um, so I think there's a number of, yeah, you're right. I think sometimes if you get to a point and the pain point in this emotion because it's causing you discomfort that now I don't want to be like this that's a different thing now I want to change and I but I don't necessarily know how and what's the skill but some people may not in terms of a curiosity aspect actually I don't even question it I just do it and it just that's just kind of who I am yeah the other leg the others and this is another perspective on curiosity um, is about understanding other people 's emotions and their potential um, and how they can and the value of that that person and you know as you can as I was walking the, the sort of streets today and just looking you know i don 't know how how much interest do we take in the people that are around us, total strangers even or or want to understand who they are, understand life from that person's perspective or, um, just being curious about another human being from, from the point of view, view of, yeah, well, who are you and, yeah. and what motivates you to think and behave and be the yeah, way you are.
0: There, there's a sort of connection between the two as well, because there's a, um, really beautiful sort of conversation that um, Pema Chodron, who's a Buddhist um, teacher, has about in order to be compassionate towards others, we have to really know ourselves and all the sort of dark sides and, and things that we want to hide from ourselves about who we are and what drives us or what our fears are or what motivates certain actions and all that kind of stuff. And if we stay sort of ignorant to those things, we can also be quite judgmental of others when you know, they do things quote unquote wrong. But actually, if you really delve deep and, and are curious and open about what's actually going on for you, it opens up an ability to be compassionate about other people, even when they're doing something that might be driving you crazy because yeah, yeah. you see that actually it comes out differently for them, but it's motivated by a similar thing for you because, you know, we're, we're sort of, we are all very different but there is an underlying similarity of wanting to feel safe and wanting to feel loved and wanting to move away from things we perceive as discomfort that, you know, we all sort of have driving us. And so, yeah, yeah anyway. No, so absolutely. Those
1: are, yeah. But I think so. There's others. And then you've yeah. got the curiosity, the other uh, perspective of it is about the world. So again, understanding your role within the world, understanding the, the various different worldviews. So I'm reading that book um, prisoners of geography, um, and it's very interesting as you look at different, in this particular book, it's about how the geography is, shapes the country's worldview and what's important to them and what would they go to war over, that kind of thing. Um, and it's very interesting how, you know, when you look at the Russians... Um, and think of the sort of things that they're doing on the sort of political scene or geopolitical scene right now. And it's quite easy to to be judgmental about some of the things like, you know, going into the Ukraine and and, and annexing Crimea, that sort of thing. And from our perspective, it's like, what, what do you, but then when you look at it, when you, if you're curious to know what drives them so historically, you'd almost could predict that they would have reacted the way that they have based off of their worldview and historically and kind of where, they sort of sit and how the geography kind of sh- isolates them from certain things, like a warm water port, for instance, um, and what would drive them to do some of the things that they do. So it's that curiosity about another culture, about, um, I think the thing a- is, that in order the to,
0: it's like there's a recognition that things work in. In sort of a binary system that we, that we mentally sometimes put things into a binary of good and bad and, and right and wrong and that kind of thing. And, if, and in order to be open, we not only have to let go of like, we basically have to let go of the binary a little bit. So we have to hmm. let go of our need to be right. And we also have to let go of our need for other people to be wrong. And it's only when you sort of let go of those two things can you really be curious and open about a situation. Because if you're stuck in, I need to be right, then you can't be curious.
1: Yeah. If you that. kind of lock down your thinking to, to not want to sort of entertain that there could be another view. Know, and
0: it Well, it's kind of hard for some, it, it's, you know, that might be easy when you're thinking, okay, like, do you prefer cats or dogs? You know, like the, there are these things in our lives that you know or or i don't like sushi or maybe i can try it or something you know but but on bigger moral issues for us or or, or family members and all that kind politics of stuff politics how and to quite, how you govern yeah exactly it's quite difficult to let go of those things and and be open and, and curious about things
1: and religion so. i mean all those things where you have yeah. you know you there's a curiosity that you probably had when you were a kid <laughs> yeah. but again as adults we've got to shape the kid we shape them to what our belief Is which in some sense closes them down to other beliefs, and then they don't question because they don't question you necessarily, and they believe what you're saying, and so that becomes what they believe themselves to be. But maybe they've missed a track, and maybe and hopefully, hopefully. And I think for me, this is the sort of crux of this conversation is that we could open our curiosity back up. In fact, when we're done, I've got a, 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 uh, the challenge of the week. Um, it'll be along that lines to get you to shift perspectives on things. Um, just a couple more things. that I, uh, well, I was going to look at this from uh, the business perspective. I saw another article in Inc. Um, on their website, and they were talking about curiosity is a business essential which is interesting because we were thinking just kind of maybe a little bit of the opposite, but, and and basically we're saying, you know, from the curiosity in a business sense is like a, excuse me, is like a Swiss army knife. With a lot of attachments. So curiosity can help you with, from a business point of view, about building better customer relationships. So, um, you know, understanding your customer takes curiosity. I need to ask questions. I need to know some more things about you.
0: That's interesting, too, because it's also a really important mindset to have in terms of, you know, often it feels in business like when you have to make a decision, you have to make the best decision possible and go with it and you know, this can be, if if you sit back in a mental position of curiosity, mm. you can be in the mindset of, well, let's just try this and see what happens. But it also requires you to monitor what happens and to be flexible about the results of that little experiment and then either move forward with it or, or sh- you know.
1: Mm. no, shift. Absolutely. You have to yeah. have a, and I think it's, and I know we're kind of isolating curiosity at this aspect, but yeah, I think, from, from a business point of view or from a life point of view, is thinking about how all these things interrelate to each other, isn't it? So you, I have to open up curiosity in order to expand my worldview, expand my knowledge, to expand my understanding of something. But at some point, I have to make a, a judgment, make a choice, make a and then pick a lane, as I like to say, and kind of go with that. But... The challenge is to do that, but then to add, periodically to go back and challenge whatever your current line of thinking is. Because the worst bit is when it becomes a rigid, when it becomes a habit, a habit that you no longer think about. Yeah. So you just you just do that thing because that's how we've always the, done that can, thing. You know,
0: This is sort of an interesting thing in terms of fear as well, because if, you know. Fear often comes because you feel like you might make the wrong decision. Mm. Isn't it? But if you if you move into a different perspective mindset on it and you say, I'm just curious, it's not, you know, most of the decisions we're making aren't life or death decisions, but they can feel like that stress-wise. Yeah. And, you know, if you shift into a mentality mm. of I'm just gonna be curious about what happens and if it, then it doesn't feel like a failure either. It doesn't feel like I have failed. If this doesn't go right, it's like, Oh, I've gotten more information about that. Okay. Let's,
1: yeah, it kind of opens your mind up to explore some different aspects. Um, and, this article talked about it increases sort of your business acumen kind of what we're saying here so again if you're curious about the industry you're because in, some people will just go and i'm curious about the industry and before you know it you know you're like a motorola or some other company that didn't foresee the smartphone iphone and thought well actually well even computers themselves i remember looking at a thing about was it western house okay. and they were thinking well the computer is never going to be anything so they so they weren't curious enough to see what the possibilities were. They just thought it was a frivolous thing and cut that off. That's just done. But now they don't exist. <laughs> and and you know, but, but you, can, right, and you can see that in a number yeah. of, of different you know businesses now that you know were once you know staples of the high street or you know they didn't wasn't enough about curious enough about the internet and the possibilities so they're able to get displaced by your yeah. amazons of the world because it's like man you know we we're safe and secure in the like position that we and, and we've been successful for you know 30 40 years doing this so why sort of change now yeah um so and solving problems so curiosity as we're all talking about here another sort of business essential in that aspect is solving problems and part of solving problems again is you know, asking questions and asking questions that are outside of a space. Yeah,
0: totally. I mean, uh, when we were sort of on our little break and still meeting up and having coffee, Hmm. we did a lot of brainstorming and, and I, at one point I had to apologize to you because I'm terrible at brainstorming in the sense that like I, when I think, I think I tend to think with lists and, you know sort of flow charts and sort of very it's linear basically. Mm. It's like I want to get to point, you know, Z, so how do I get there? And you know, mind mapping and and kind of being just open and curious about what different possibilities are, it's taken me a long time to sort of realize that yes, that first you know, series of throwing things out there might be a little bit. You know, because my first reaction is to to assess each one and be like, okay, well this and this isn't gonna work because that doesn't make sense, but that that openness can lead to another spin-off option that hmm. actually does really work that you hadn't really thought of before. So leaving yourself openness to to be curious about all the different possibilities and, and trying to not be so like, what I would think of as, like, realistic and logical about, about things, because actually it's quite rigid thinking. But well, it is, of, it, it is, not. in
1: a sense, I was like, what you're making me think of is De Bono, I don't know if you read any of his stuff, and it's called The Six Thinking Hats, but okay. Google that if you guys are interested in that, but what, so what you're given an example of is you're doing all the stages all at one time, and perhaps your preferences for the, the, the logical thinking one. And so you were, so like the example you just gave, you looked at that thing and then you evaluated. Right. But what Dubano says is there's six stages of this. So there's a stage where you just, anything goes blue right. sky out. Oh, yes. And to have that hat on, that's why I use the metaphor of the hats and they're all different colors. There's a white hat, red hat. And actually, when you do these workshops, you put that hat on and you're not allowed to ask a question. So if someone throws someone out, you don't ask a critical question. It's just a free-for-all. But then when we put on the next hat, then we might start to scrutinize that. And in the next had right. to. But we tend to, for efficiency, for whatever reason, we try to do them all at the same time yeah, yeah. Um, in one swell swoop type thing. But it is about taking that and just do them in
0: Yeah.
1: In their sort, of, their Let sort that, of turn.
0: that moment of curiosity actually have its time yeah. before you start.
1: Well, that's just it, yeah. yeah. And and there's a discipline that takes to that because it's easy, yeah. even with problem solving. I mean, you, you know, sometimes you... If someone comes to you with a problem, you know you're not you hear a certain word, and now you're no longer listening to the person because you think, "Oh, I got the answer." Yeah. But you actually haven't heard all of what they had to say. But your mind's already made the leap to the answer, and yeah. we don't necessarily take time to explore the question because I got the answer. But we don't get all the info. So yes, yeah, so we're going opening that curiosity right the way back up. Yeah. All right, now I have a challenge for folks in terms of this curiosity and your curiosity quotient if you want to um, expand that. And and this is, and it's so, some very, very simple things. And maybe some of it is about just taking the time out to be curious. And I know I've used this example before. We were talking in maybe the first podcast back from the break was, you know, in, in my little town of southern I've not seen all the streets in it and sometimes just saying, well, what's down that road? That's an, you know, let's follow that curiosity just to see. Yeah. But again, mostly you come out and I got to get somewhere and I've closed off all the other routes because I know the fastest route already. And the only thing that will make me diverge off that route is if, you know, something's blocking the one that I want to be on. It forces me down another street, but we lose the curiosity to say what's down there. So here's the challenge. There's a list of things here. So um, the first challenge, or part of this challenge, here's, I'll just list them all out, and you can pick whichever ones you want to do. Um, is, and before I forget, and I know I'm getting ready, because my head's going all over the place, so there's another book. It's called Prometheus Rising, uh, Robert Anton Wilson. Really good book, because he has a lovely exercise in the beginning of that about, like, if you're conservative, for instance, for a week or two weeks, only read liberal magazines. Become a liberal for two weeks so that you can s- and actually only read liberal stuff. Read everything that you wouldn't read. Read and digest and do it with a with an open mind, with a curious mind, um, before coming back to whatever stance that you want se, to take. Yeah. yeah. Um, or okay. he says is like go to a party. And before going to the party, imagine there's gonna be the worst party you ever went to ever in your life and go in that space and see what that experience is like. And then the next time you go to an event, go that it's gonna be the best. But just so you have the experience of these different points of view and what it's like and that sort of aspect. So here's our challenge then. So order a different beverage at your Starbucks. Costa or whatever chain I coffee place that you go. Yeah, yeah, have you very good? Well, I know because I'm drinking, I'm drinking I'm yeah. drinking peppermint tea right now which You is are.
0: totally weird. I yeah. don't freak out everyone <laughs> because this is not a new resolution. Yeah. I just already had my coffee you quota of co- the day. You
1: had your coffee quota <laughs> of the day. Yeah. So yeah, so choose a drink that you wouldn't normally uh, drink at your normal coffee chain place that you go to or go to a local coffee house instead of one of the chain or we'll just pick a random one, uh, go a new wor- route to work. Work on displaying an emotion that has become dormant. So like I know there's plenty of emotions that I don't usually use much anymore, but it's just saying try playing with one of those. Surprise your significant other and shake things up a bit. Ask why, ask why not, and ask a coworker to respectfully challenge you on something like a thought or a belief that you, that you, that you have. Um, and then, for your internal look at some beliefs that you hold, and then ask yourself if they're still valid, and kind of follow that that line down. But well, there's a list of things yeah.
0: to, I would add, to give can yourself I add a try. Yogi one yeah, yeah. To not, well, so one of the um, things that you can do in terms of internal questioning and, mm. and curiosity is when something happens that is an emotion that you don't want, like whether that's stress or anxiety or anger or frustration or fear, then instead try, the the goal is really to try and catch yourself before you start the chain reaction of reactions that you do. Hmm. Um, Whether that's anger to shout or to start even, even before you start the story in your head that, is you talking to yourself about why that person is wrong that's done something to you to make you angry and why you're totally valid in being this angry and what you might do about it. So there's that whole chain reaction that happens in our minds once we've been triggered by something. Hmm. And instead, the goal is to literally just feel the physical reaction in your body of that emotion. So you have to sort of ask yourself, like, where do I feel this anger? What is this sadness like? Like, where is it? Is it in my chest? Can I feel it in my hands? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it dense? Is it like tingly? And and you literally go straight so that you don't go into your storyline in your head. You go straight into the like physiological feeling in your body and you literally just watch that. Hmm. And you try your best to just stay with that. And that's it. You don't... And, and, and you try to... Be curious about, so instead of going cerebral, which is like a sort of very like important thing to do, but often the first thing that we do is why have I been triggered, which is really hard to then get out of our habitual justification of things. Sometimes Mm. you literally just are curious about what this feeling is like and you just sit with it. And that's it. It's not more complicated than that, but it's really, really hard to do because sometimes these things are very uncomfortable and it's like an itch that you want to scratch. You want to, you want to complete the cycle of, of your habitual response to it. So that would be my yoga challenge of of being that's curious cool. about yourself, even if it's like a a fear thing. It's like instead of going into the story of why am I scared? Don't be scared. I shouldn't be scared about this. Just feel what is that like? Where is it?
1: Yeah. And you know when you master that process? Because we talked about this last week. That's how you, that was that filter map I showed you. Right. But that's how you switch it, isn't it? That's like you just,
0: you can catch that. If if you,
1: and you have the physiological physiological response. And the easiest way to change your physiological response is if you were feeling hot or you felt it in your chest, just move it to a different space. Yeah. And notice but what I mean, that does. But I
0: mean, literally, the, the first thing to do is just to, to actually not try and change it. Because hmm. our desire in that moment is to try to feel differently. We don't want to feel angry anymore, which is why we are compelled to do the things that we do. So if you sit with that physical feeling of being angry or that physical feeling of being scared eventually well the first thing is if you actually just feel it physically it will go when in whatever time frame it goes Mm. but if you don't go into your story that feeds it it will go quite quickly comparatively but the other thing is is we sort of train ourselves to build up a tolerance to the physiological response of our emotions and so we're we're less over time, we're, if we practice this, like curiosity towards our responses, rather than going into that justifying them and telling ourselves a story about them, then we are less quickly hooked by them.
1: You yeah. know, so, yeah, yeah. No, it's so that's,
0: that's the little curiosity. That's um, how you cure phobia
1: cures as well.
0: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
1: It's cause you just, You just feel. You don't feel, you change the trigger. Mm. As in, like when I do, you know, people that are afraid of spiders, for instance. Mm-hmm. You just change the image. So, for instance, I usually use like well, I remember one I did with a lady. She didn't like the uh, business section. She has no reaction to the business section of the of the newspaper. So I just changed the spider image with the newspaper. So when she saw the spiders, it was the business page. So she no longer had a reaction to. Mm. the spider anymore yeah, right. because just it became because right. it's, a, it's back to the stuff we were talking about last week but about the sort of software right and we have these triggers and just like we're talking about today we because we don't question our we're no longer paid we don't think about our thinking anymore we just react however we react um but it's so easy to not it even have that, to yeah. worry about any you know, any of that but yes yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah so that's a okay. that's a good challenge so and i like that i like to like and i think it, something that i posted yesterday or the other one was around that what you've just said there which is um if you get angry you don't try and, or sad just embrace the sadness or whatever the emotion is not even not even to yeah. just to, as you say just to sit with it as in, don't but try think, to change it, or don't try yeah. to do anything to it, but just but, but be but curious what that about it. What
0: means is that you come into your body and you feel the physical sensations of it, and and what sometimes people mean when they say when they mistakenly sort of understand that to mean. Don't try and change it. And then they sit with their story and it just becomes worse and worse because they're spinning off in their head about the story about how yeah. why they're sad. Whereas what this is asking you to do is something kind of radically different, which is to drop your story and come, really come into your body and ask yourself, where do I feel it? What is it yeah. like? And continue to watch it because mm. if you watch physical sensations, they're going to change. Mm. So you have to continually watch them. And, and has it moved or has it not? And, and instead of wanting it to move, you just watch so it's just it. being
1: curious about it's just the being thing, just about being it. curious yeah. about the, which about is, the which thing, is really hard. like a scientist. Yeah, but it's not hard, that's a story. <laughs> well, it, yeah, yeah, that is a story. <laughs> so nothing's hard. Okay, great, that's it. All right, happy we'll new see you year. Next week. Happy new year. Yes.